together. Am I having deja vu? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Part du. Yes. Um, we are doing Reality Bites, which, I yeah, I can't think of a more perfect title. Yes. Um, 1994. 1994, Ode to the Gen Xer, Ethan Hawke, Winona Ryder, Ben Stiller directed. And has a role. Yeah, and I found out that that role was added later because originally the role of Michael was supposed to be a guy that was selling Japanese candy bars to America, but they changed it to sort of fit more into the storyline. And and also this movie was more was supposed to feature everybody more so, like develop their um, the roommates' storylines better, uh-huh. but. Um, Ben Stiller decided to focus more on Lilane and Troy. Yeah, I I actually did sort of think about that as I was watching it. I was like, I feel like these other characters are so sparse. Like they barely like them. Yeah, Yeah. like I really like them. And there's some heavy stuff they talk about, but they just touch on it. Yeah, it's like one second and then it's over. You're like, is that that all we're doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Oh, nothing. Just go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the part where, like, Jean Garofalo, what's her character's name? Because I keep saying Vicky. 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 Where Vicky's talking about her parents going to the bathroom with the door open. Like, you know, that's something we could all relate to. And she's like, I want romance, first kisses, blah, 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 blah. You're never going to guess who I thought of when she did that whole monologue there. Uh, yeah who could that be except i've never had bangs like hers yeah never oh. all right well we're gonna this is the year this is the year of the bangs of the bang <laughs> she bangs she bangs it's a big Ooh, bang when she moves sorry oh my god it's too early for that. um oh yeah. i thought this was interesting it said this is the theatrical movie debut of renee zellweger i'm sorry who where what she plays the role of tammy huh that must have cut all of that out then they must have cut all that out or i'm thinking she's the girl that you tell him tidbit you tell him um the girl that um ethan hawk brings home that looks nothing like her though or is it the girl that he leaves early in the morning i don't know i mean unless it's the one that he brings later in the show or in the movie where you know she's kind of jealous of her or whatever that's what that's what i just said yeah either that role or the girl that he like rips up her phone number or throws her phone number away in the very beginning of the movie oh yeah i don't remember what the name on that paper maybe it does say tammy Hmm. yeah it's a mystery do we have to rewatch it again yes so (laughs) and i know you'll be forced to and the famous we didn't even mention we should have mentioned but we are now because deja vu. Um, <laughs> the, the whole Lisa Loeb stay, the hit that like, it went number one for many weeks. Um, you say. Right. That one um, was given to Ben Stiller by Ethan Hawke. Because I guess he was friends with Lisa Loeb. And that's literally how it's done. Because like, she definitely was somebody that was so indie, was like, probably gonna just play coffee shops until she died and Ethan Hawke 
handed the song over hmm. the rest is history interesting yeah yeah i uh i never really got into her did she have other hits besides that or is she kind of a one-hit wonder y- yes there she was on she wrote on the soundtrack for the movie twister Ooh, random, that was a hit shit, <laughs> random shit i remember um and and she had this song that was like do you eat sleep do you dream do you breathe anymore blah, was, blah, it a, blah. was it a hit though or was this pretty much um, only the only one had radio play huh. um but as far as anything else i don't think so but she still will like retrofy bring back that song stay oh you know what i she was on the lilith fair tour wasn't there just a commercial recently with that song or something yes (laughs) and she looks the same like she's got the same glasses yep rocking the same look trying to probably milk from the same pot from the same cow oh well Um, so you gotta do bills man absolutely i get it i get it Uh, (laughs) i wish i I could i wish i could milk something what i said i wish i could milk something from my past you can milk a cat <laughs> ew you're gross no, <laughs> can you milk a cat that's from fuck meet the fuckers sorry um no thanks that's more of ben stiller and i'm not a fan no but um she was on lilith fair tour which i i don't remember her i maybe skipped that part of the lilith fair anyway i've never um, been to a lilith fair i did it was great that's, it was that's like, so surprising utopia didn't your ladies headline <laughs> yes they did the indigo girls <laughs> it was amazing erica badu you had cheryl crow you had oh god the dixie chicks no oh, no thanks um i actually liked them for like one second oh really several years back i thought they were fun i, I love sarah mclaughlin it was her idea to do it she she headlined but then everybody came out and sang closer to fine together with the indigo girls so i thought that was awful anyway anyways i guess we should probably talk about this i guess this movie a little bit supposedly taking place mostly in houston texas mm-hmm. um we start with them graduating from college uh with a val is it valedic how, how do you say that word valedictorian, valedictorian. okay yeah um, elena was valedictorian and uh, so she's given a speech about you know where do we go from here or something i don't know lines. yeah and she delivers the i don't know yeah. and everybody and the crowd goes wild yes it totally makes me think of say anything though yeah yeah I'm i wonder really if there's scared yeah. yeah there's a lot of parallels um anyway and so then her whole thing is this sort of documentary on her friends and so there's always like a camcorder around recording the reality of their lives after college yeah and that's where we start gary glitter song the seminal moment of um you know from high school to college or or the beyond and so, yeah, she's trying to capture it all on film. I get it. Those are special moments. Precious moments. Like the Precious little dolls. Moments. Like the little ceramics. Just kidding. Yes. Rolling Rock and cigarettes have a big role in this film, I've noticed. Yeah, that was actually, I was reading in the trivia as well, was the fact that 
despite her speech being about commercialism or materialism and consumerism um, and being anti-consumerism, the fact that they had so many like products placed throughout this film and that none <laughs> of them had, none of the products, usually when you go to do clearances on a film or TV, there's a lot of um, blowback from companies that either want it displayed a certain way or don't want their stuff mentioned that they complain. So you have to like, that's why you got to take out the labels. None of them complained in this movie. You tell them tidbit, you tell them. They were like, thank you for the advertisement of camels, yeah. camel straights. Is that what they're called? And yep. rolling rock and some other beer that I didn't recognize the label later on in the movie, but yeah. <laughs> and big love that. Mm -hmm. 7-Eleven plays a big role also <laughs> oh yeah 7-Eleven big goals hey that played a big role in my life at that time all right so yeah so Leilana and Troy go to dinner with her parents where she's offered after that whole speech she's offered a gas card for a year and a used BMW um which I'll she yeah which she decides to accept because you know it's a it's a car it's got to get yeah. you somewhere so we learned that Troy is doesn't like commitment kind of a womanizer oh yeah um, vicky works at the gap she likes to sleep with a lot of people as well also does not like commitment <laughs> yeah and you learn why like i really love that they develop her her character like uh, they slightly develop her character to explain why but yeah she's got a she's got did you see how many people she had slept with so far 68 or something 65 something somewhere like in the that. 60s yeah yeah um uh, yeah squeeze, so, a squeeze song got a squeeze song in here oh yeah that's right is that what they're that's singing like in the car when he hits them with his car ben stiller i think so i think so but yeah but she flicks her cigarette into his open convertible causing him to swerve it like lights on fire, causing him to swerve and run into them. Meets cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and then soon they're bumping uglies. Ugh. No, then they fall. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about this before about how like he's like, how about you just go on a date with me and we'll call it even. <laughs> yeah. You okay. broke my my man. What was the movie? What was that from? Uh, Got you something planet, planet of, the of the apes yeah planet of the dopes i was just gonna say that <laughs> throwback all roads lead back to when harry met sally <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right so yeah i have a note that says winona in old man pants and how i miss them yep yep i had a pair too it was like from a thrift store of an old tuxedo and I had like suspenders that I sometimes wore. Yeah. I had like, I don't know if they were checkered, like chef pants or if they were like houndstooth. I don't remember now, but they were black and white. The ones I had, I think I had a pair of, I think I had another pair too that were like blue or something. But and I remember my friend, my friend Rhea, they were originally hers and she got them from the thrift store. But I swear to you, they were never washed. We never washed them it was gross they just smelled like mothballs forever well we just didn't even go we didn't bother smelling them we were just like okay your turn you have them like none of us <laughs> ever we're like we don't know how to wash this material so we'll just not wash it okay all right 
Sounds good. Works for me. Do you remember the thrift store that was downtown? I used to shop there a lot. No, I went to Savers on Magnolia. Oh yeah, I used to go there too. My friend had a lot of weird t-shirts from there. Mm. Where but, was uh, the store on? Um... Right, right next to the coffee shop. Oh yeah, a friend of mine um, dated the guy that either owned it or worked there. Yeah, I used to shop there sometimes. Uh-huh. I got some huh? good things. I actually think I had, I used to have a pair of blue, they were like suede and leather, um, like 70s platforms that I bought there. Oh, fun. I miss them, but they like, I wore them so much that they just fucking died. But <laughs> that's where I got those at. Fell apart in your hands. <clears throat> yeah, I forgot what that store was called. Yeah, I don't know. It was right, right next to Midnight Espresso. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Back to this again. Oh, yeah. So Troy loses his job again at the newsstand and has to move in temporarily into the maxi pad. Yeah. And (laughs) Leilana makes some dig about him just sitting around in his den of slack. Den of slack and uh, sneaking his laundry into their laundry. (laughs) Yes. So like a man. Yes. Um, he plays the guitar. Of course he does. When you have swishy hair like that, you have to play guitar. And waxes philosophically. Yes. It with goes his... with the hairstyle. <laughs> and you can tell that there is some sort of uh, feelings. Yes. Yeah. Feelings between the Troy and the mm-hmm. Lilana. Oh, yeah. It's been <clears throat> brewing. It's been brewing. It has. Especially that years. brownie moment in the kitchen. What? I didn't understand. Was she... What did she do... Would she make it in the microwave or something? I don't understand what that mm-hmm. was. She like microwaved it in plastic. Kind of reminded me of me. <laughs> I know. You need to get that thing that, have you seen that thing on TV? That's like, it's, it's like you order food and then you're supposed to like scan this, the little code thing and you put it into this basically looks like a toaster oven. Um, but it tells you exactly how to like cook these sort of prepackaged meals within this oven. That's by the same company, like toaster oven thing. Oh, wow. I was like, I was like, this is the, it seems kind of ridiculous to me. Like you have to have a special toaster oven that goes with your prepackaged food. I don't know. The whole thing. Yeah, that's a little too much, but whatever, whatever people got to do. Not everybody's a cook, I guess. Um, Vicky is promoted to manager of the Gap. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you like to add your line in? Your line is soon after this of the. Uh, w- would you too? Huh? What she? What she? When oh, Vicky yeah, says yeah. to would them, just do it and get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm starving. I'm. <laughs> Everybody wants pizza. Can you, Lolita? Can you spot us a pizza? We're gonna eat gas. <laughs> yeah. So they go to buy some food with her gas card, and we have the iconic My Sharona scene where there's some interesting dance moves. And Ethan Hawk is just like, I don't know Roll these people. His eyes. Yeah. I don't know them. Um, you, this up, you won't regret it. <laughs> Thank then you. we have a scene where Michael shows up to go on a date with Leilana, and Troy is obviously jealous. Very yeah. displeased with the Michael. Who's this Michael character? Seriously, who is he? 
I was going to mention that your your favorite moment with um, Steve's mom from Sex in the City um, was actually Ben Stiller's mom. Oh, is it? What? Yeah. Wow. That's, That's his Mira. mom? Anne Mira, the one who's like defying irony. Steve's mom is Ben Stiller's mom? Not Steve's mom. Um, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Steve from Sex in the City is Ben Stiller's mom, Anne Mira. That's what this says that I'm looking at. Hmm, yeah. <clears throat> Define irony. The opposite of being ironic. It's when something is ironic. Sorry. I know. I love that she goes back to Troy and says, do you, do you know how to define, define irony? irony? And then he like gives her the exact like definition. It instantly. Yeah. When the, op the opposite of your expectation happens. <laughs> All right, Michael, they go on a date. They make out over big gulps and Peter Frampton. Um, and that song originally was going to be Beth from Kiss. FYI. All right. But they couldn't get the rights. And at the time, Peter Frampton lived above Ben Stiller. Mm. There you go. There it is. So incestuous. Mm-hmm. Or something. Melrose Place. Yeah, very, very Melrose. <laughs> yeah, that's when the big gulps star in the scene. Yeah. And there's yeah, some kissing. They, they, they steal the scene. Do they, are they, did they have sex in the car? I think so. Because I didn't understand that part. Because I was like, it doesn't really show them come in the house. It just shows them slink down in the car. So I was like. Yeah, I, I took it as they kind of did some stuff. I don't know what exactly. Maybe it's not for me to know. Right. But yeah, he, he comes in with a, and, and he was like, did you sleep with? And she doesn't answer. So I took it as yes. Yeah. I think they imply that they did. But I was like, was it supposed to be in the car? Anyway. I know. It's very glamorous. Yes. Baby, I love your way. Next scene, we're at the free clinic where Vicky is getting an HIV test because a friend of hers, I guess. Wow. Right took, of passage. Did, did a friend of hers test positive or did a friend of hers just also get a test? And so she felt like she should too. I thought she said her friend of hers tested positive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, she's very worried. That's another thing that I feel like they didn't, it was just like- Follow up on. Here, yeah. yeah, like here's like one little like tidbit of that, you know, she's negative and it's wrapped up. Like they really yeah. didn't go very, I feel like they could have done a little more with some of these other storylines. <clears throat> um, so Leilana's boss is an asshole. And wants her fired. So then she decides to fuck with his questions that he she has to write for him for his show, his little talk show, and basically makes him look like a pedophile. So she gets fired and mm -hmm. joins the den of slack. Goes on a walk with Troy. With the never-ending um, ashtray. Yes. Goes on a walk with Troy where he... Shows her the 12 jobs he's been fired from, I guess, to make her feel better. And you then that's where, five bucks. that's where we get that line. And then they kiss. And then she says, oh, I can't. Not now. It's bedtime. You can downshift that fast. Oh, jeez. What's that from again? That is from Cutting Edge. Oh, that's right. How dare you ask? I'm sorry. 
Um, then Michael, that's when Michael starts hinting that maybe his show could do like air her documentary. Um, but what else do we have there? Oh, the, what about the scene where she applies at Wiener Schnitzel? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's a re- <laughs> there's a reason why I've been here six months. <laughs> if you got his- time to lean, you got time to clean. Okay, Wiener dude. I know. And his fucking hat. That was uh, Andy Dick. No, yeah. not Andy Dick. That's yeah, I think um, it is. No, I think it is Andy Dick. I no, I think it's the other guy that looks like Andy Dick. Uh, are they just the same? David person? Spade. It's David. Dave, Spade. That, yeah, you're right. That is. They're like the same person. Yeah. Andy Dick is just like slightly more annoying. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, um, yeah, she runs up a phone bill with her psychic phone line friend, and then she has to use her gas card to buy other people gas so she can get cash so she can pay her roommates for the this huge ass was it four hundred bucks? Yeah. Oh, then we have the scene where Michael takes her to that uh, <clears throat> the event where he's gonna show her like how they've edited her documentary to be on the tv show or whatever She's and it's wearing a disaster. that famous dress it makes her look like a doily yes i thought it was kind of cute i mean I don't yeah because it kind of like <clears throat> that throwback kind of vintagey yeah like, thing that was in back then but apparently yeah. bras weren't in no i feel like winona doesn't wear a bra a lot in movies okay Okay. You don't think so? I feel like there's other things that she's been in where she didn't wear a bra either. Okay. Maybe she's she's a hippie, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. She says no to the establishment. Patriarchy of the bra. I get it, girl. No, nope, no restraint. It. And then we have Troy telling what is Ben Stiller's character's name? Michael. That Michael. you don't know what she needs. And then he says something along the lines of like, I'll know. I know better. Way that you'll never know. Yeah, exactly. Sure, buddy. Sure. Sure. It basically says sure. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Um. Yeah. So she gets mad at that event. Leaves. Troy, like she's talking to Troy about her disappointment with the whole thing, and then, Ba-bum! they sexual in court intercourse. So they have All sex. Right. Yes. And then we have a scene where it looks like, and I hate this phrase, it looks like they made love. Oh, they say something like that, like later, where he's like, you know, when we made love, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, God, do we have to use that phrase? I hate it. I, it's the I worst. It's the worst. Because it just it's seems so like, it sounds fake to me. It sounds like, Same. it's like, tr- it's like trying to make it okay like that's how i usually take it is like you know so it doesn't sound like we're just you know human beings who wanted to like participate in this thing that felt good we got to make it seem like we're in love and like and we're, waves are crashing well, and, and yeah any minute now we're gonna get engaged to get married and have lots of babies or whatever and like and like fit the system like i don't know just oh. the term is terrible to me nothing makes me cringe more but i wonder if our apprehension to this <laughs> has something to do with our fear of intimacy <laughs> whatever do you mean 46 year old women who've never been married 
Cheers. Maybe we're just wise. Maybe we're very wise. We Maybe go. we were we were married so many times in our past lives that we were like, you know what? We don't need to do it this time. I'm sticking with that. Good. <laughs> Feel like making love. Who knows? I might I might get married someday for some health insurance or something. <laughs> Swoon. <laughs> Practical reasons. All right. Anyway. Uh so yeah. So he leaves to go clean his andirons. And he doesn't even have a fireplace. And After then his pipes, he went to clean his pipes. Yes. And then his band plays at the local gigan space. I don't know what the place is. And he sees her. And I guess, do they like talk and there's like some sort of fight thing or something between them? And that's when he goes up and then he's like, this one's for you. I don't remember what happened right before that. Yeah, they did. They, they <clears throat> kind of had, oh yes. Cause Michael shows up. Michael shows oh and up. that's when he gets yeah. irritated okay yeah and so then he goes then up sudden, he acts like a dick because he's like did you tell him did you tell him Lainey yeah I've peed on you you're my property yeah. now <laughs> but he was the one that was out the door in the morning so it was such a dick move yeah it's like uh mixed signals sir I mean what else is now really but but it's anyway. that famous love triangle gets him every time yeah uh yeah so he goes up and he says this one's for you and he plays uh violent femmes why can't i hear just one yeah <laughs> and she runs out and then he runs after her and um michael runs after her i think they both do troy gets off the stage and comes through the audience too oh really yeah okay so i think they maybe they both go to look for her I don't know. I have a note that says so much smoking. Yeah, there's there's a lot. That's back when I guess it was just who cares about lung cancer? I guess. And then he leaves and she's worried about him and she's asking around as to where he's at. And he had gone to Chicago to see his dad who was dying of cancer. So she gets it in her head that she's going to go fly to chicago so that she can like check on him and when she's getting all her shit and she gets out the door there he is back from chicago in a suit <clears throat> song all you i want song is on <laughs> oh i think that's when he says something about the after we made love ah! he gets that part um so yeah and then they they do a kiss I swooned over this movie big time. It was like, yeah, same a tidbit. She's she's voicing her opinion. Oh, I wanted to add that um, they had thought about Gwyneth Paltrow, Anne Hesh, and Parker Posey for yeah. potential potential people to play Vicky. But I feel like really out of that list, like maybe Parker Posey. I was thinking maybe Parker. Because yeah. she's pretty sarcastic and, and like, yeah. But the other two, I don't really, that's no definitely way. not Gwyneth Paltrow. That would have not made yeah. any sense. Hell no. But, uh, I mean, they could have had Gwyneth Paltrow as Leilana's character, I suppose, but. Oh, that'd be bland. Yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. It had, like, I, I think because, like, they were older than me, and it was, like, I was just on that cusp of just about to leave the nest, and to me it was like <clears throat> yeah it was like a lot of hope ahead and i mean i moved out of my house at 17 so it was like really 
Mm-hmm. I didn't know you moved out that young. Yep. I mean, I had graduated high school and then moved out. Huh. Right after I, I graduated. I don't think I moved out until, I think I was around like 20, I believe. Yeah. Took hmm. me a minute. Anyway. Really just... bites. That was it. <clears throat> we did it. Ethan Hawke wrote or sang the song, I'm Nothing. Um, that was him. He's got a nice voice. Yeah. I think he's still into into making music, isn't he? I don't know. That'd be cool. But thanks, you guys, for joining us. Um, All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>